Welcome back to the Sportsish Podcast, a place for those of us who like sports-ish. We're making sports fun, cute, and digestible. This is not your boyfriend's sports news. In fact, it's very much not your boyfriend's sports news tonight because it's an all-female group we've got. Allie is returning to the podcast. Allie is one of my best friends, and we are we're having a girly episode, one of my favorite things to do. We kicked the guys out. We're going full send girly pop episode. Welcome to the podcast, Allie. Thank you. Girls night. Girls night. Get ready. Uh, we've got, we've got a fun, a fun little twist on things, but first let's talk about you. Let's talk about, you know, for those of those listeners who did not hear the Taylor Swift episode, (laughs) which by the way, if you haven't go back and listen to sporty Swifties, is that what we called it? Sporty Swifties. Yeah. Yeah. When Swifties go sporty. Yeah. Which by the way, can we talk about this? So we record that in March. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the night before I left to go to her concert, like a few nights before. Yes. Yeah. And it felt like once she had that first show and the world blew up as it does, everyone started to try and combine Taylor Swift and sports. Yep. But you were the first. We were the first. I would like everyone to remember. <laughs> I really kind of feel like we were like doing research, right? Well, and we did it in a pretty elite way. I'm not going to lie. That was I a think- fire fire episode. episode. (laughs) I thought it was so fun, but it was so fun. Like when we were researching for that episode. Oh yeah. No, there was nothing. nothing. And now like I literally got served a, or no, maybe I was even listening to like an ESPN. I was listening to a bunch of podcasts today, like setting up. Right. And they start making all these like Taylor Swift sports references. And I was like, yo, we did it first. We did it first. I'm going to claim that, that we did it first. Should have copyrighted it. We like searching sports <laughs> and Taylor on Google before it was like, she was spotted one time with Tim with Tebow yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's about it. Yep. And she like played in a Patriots Jersey one time, Yep. but we really combined the world of sports and Taylor Swift. You're welcome, Taylor. I know you wanted that. I know. So. I know you're <laughs> so sporty, but we we're going to continue to do it today. So get buckle up. We, we have some more Taylor references <laughs> before we get to that though. Allie, let's reintroduce you. So you are a mom. You are a businesswoman. <laughs> you are <laughs> not like you though. No, I don't know. I feel like are. when you say businesswoman, there's like a entrepreneur sentiment that comes with that. And I'm not cool. Like You're that. a I marketing queen. I'm a, I'm a PR princess, if you okay, will. Okay. I'm a master of BS. <laughs> I'm a spin doctor. <laughs> you know how people are like, yeah, I have no idea what any of my friends' jobs yeah, are. That's yeah. kind of me too. <laughs> it's like she works in marketing, but okay. PR princess. You are a PR princess <laughs> for snack companies. Yeah, well, yeah. So I've dabbled in many a snack. <laughs> gosh. Um, but yes, I used to do a lot of like CPG products when I was in the agency world. Okay. And I I recently went in a house with a restaurant company and it's been really fun. I write about hot dogs and pizza and burgers. So cool. That's honestly the dream. It's really fun. I was like, I had a call today with this hospital that we're working with. Don't ask me how, anyway, this is going to sound very confusing to someone who doesn't get what I do. But anyways, we were talking with this girl that does PR for hospitals this poor girl, she was stressed. I was mm. like, man, I'm really glad I write about hot dogs and not, yeah. uh, not hospitals. Not hospitals. That would her. be stressful. Yeah. But anyway, PR to explain a little bit, but I do media relations. So like if my CEO or whoever my client is, is doing a podcast, I prep them and okay. I make sure they don't say anything dumb. And I'm just really setting myself up for failure now because now if I say anything to them, they'll be like, dang, some idiot pays her to do that for a living. <laughs> I'm going to need you to start prepping Ashton before we record. No, Ashton cra- Honestly, Ashton crushes it. He's got his talking points down. He speaks clearly and slowly. Wears good fits on the camera. He does. No loud patterns. When he's allowed to be on the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Has he, has his face been shown yet? Was last that a week. Thing? Oh, oh, shoot. Last week we did a little <laughs> reel and Ashton's faces and it was a big day. Mostly he's the invisible husband though, but, but not you. Okay. So you're a mom of two. Yeah. You're a PR princess. 
you're a sporty i'm sport sportyish sportsish you're, you're sportsish you mm-hmm. are you very much are um you like sports you watch sports you play sports yeah i play tennis once a week nowadays that's cute you know that? yeah are you in a little like league Just some little gal pals you know so fun there's like a court up at the top of our street and we go play and get really sweaty that's so that's a great way to get a it's sweat really on fun. tennis is hard Tennis As we hard. watch, we're watching Coco right now live. We just, breaking news. Breaking news. We just saw the protester get like hauled off that like glued his feet to the ground. He glued his feet to the ground. What, what is that? I'm disturbed. I don't like that. We're going to talk about it in our recap, but yep. it's like, what? There's like, there's a way to protest that is tactful, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't think attending the U.S. Open and gluing your feet <laughs> to the ground qualifies as tactful i don't think leaving the skin of your feet behind (laughs) is part of the job description and like there was like 15 police officers surrounding this man it was very weird and you couldn't really tell what was going on come to find out they're probably like pouring hot water over (laughs) his feet how do you get that oh man i would be so mad if i were one of those police officers well Here's what I was thinking. I was like, if you're a cop in a situation like that, do you have just like a little grab bag? Like, oh, and this is for if they use super glue and this is if they use like gorilla glue. And no, they had no idea what to do. (laughs) That was the first time they were in that situation. It took them 40, whatever, 45 minutes. Yeah. That was weird. The visual was very weird because there were so many cops, but nobody was running away. And and now the commentators or whatever kept commenting on that. That's so well, true. Nobody feels like they're in danger. Like we can't tell what's going on. It's yeah, it's just weird. some homie glued down. <laughs> so, speaking of sports, I had a thought. I'm gonna give. Usually, Ashton at this point gives his mansplain minute. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, he's very good at it. But I thought I would do a different type of approach and do a sporty weekly recap okay for you you can't do a mansplain minute i'm afraid i'm not a mansplainer Mm -mm. personally (laughs) um i get mansplained too on the daily (laughs) but me personally i don't do that but i would like to give a weekly recap using taylor swift songs and i'm ready i'm gonna quiz you I'm nervous. You guys, she's been prepping for this for a while, and it just made me really nervous. I feel like if anyone could get this, you could. I'm going to see if you can guess how many Taylor Swift songs I am about to name in my weekly recap. Okay. I got to. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to find my inner piece and you got it how are you gonna keep track of this i don't know on my fingers i guess but you're gonna go way over 10 i'm not who knows (laughs) (laughs) who knows um it is over 10 i'll tell you that okay you got it um if you're at home play along here we go okay ali question are you ready for it okay long story short as both of us know the u.s open is the must watch event right now coco goff is the one i'm cheering for she became the first American teen to reach the final four since Serena Williams in 2001. We'll dub her the new Miss Americana. Speaking of Americans, Ben Shelton is the only one left on the men's side. Will he beat Superman Novak Djokovic tomorrow? Crazier things have happened. Speaking of the U.S. Open, somebody tell the protesters you need to calm down. One of them glued their bare feet to the floor, causing an over 30-minute delay in Coco's match tonight. Protesters at sporting events are nothing new, but that feels extreme. Speaking of tennis, former world number one Naomi Osaka intends to come back to pro tennis in 2024. She just welcomed a baby girl this past summer with rapper Corday. Competing professionally after having a baby, she is fearless. Women soccer players in Spain deserve change, and they are proving it. After a year-long plea to have head coach Jorge Vilda removed, he was terminated. As for Luis Rubiales, the president who gave an unconsensual last kiss to player Jenny Hermoso, it's time to go. She's a mad woman, and rightly so. Today, she filed a legal complaint against Rubiales. The regular season for the women's club league in Spain was supposed to begin tomorrow, but they decided to speak now, refusing to play until there is peace and agreements with the federation, aka a lot less less sexism. Simone Biles came back to competition this past August, the first time since the Tokyo Olympics. Today was the best day because she said that she is going to compete in Paris in 2024. 
tis the damn season. It's time for football to begin again. Tonight was the very first night of the season, and it almost feels like everything has changed since last year. Tom Brady actually did retire, and it's looking like Patrick Mahomes is the man to take his place as the GOAT quarterback of the league. Speaking of quarterbacks, welcome to New York, Aaron. Travis Kelsey is hurt and indefinitely out. I think he'll shake it off quickly. It really does hit different talking about him now that we know he did try and get with Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Burrow, the king of my heart, just became the highest paid NFL player ever. He signed a five-year, $275 million contract with the Bengals. He's gorgeous and now incredibly wealthy, and he knows how to get the girl. With rumors that he's engaged to his long time time girlfriend olivia stay beautiful joe speaking of the highest paid lsu's college basketball coach kim mulkey is going to become the highest paid women's basketball coach in history with a 32 million dollar deal nothing brings me more happiness than a tiny little blonde who wears pink making history okay i think there were 37 i'm sure i missed some (laughs) no that's more that's more than there were oh well maybe i know the discography Or maybe I counted wrong. Is there a multiple of five in there that I'm missing? Like I was 32. How many did you do? 31. Oh, maybe I counted 32. I don't know. Counting in fives on your hand is hard. Yeah, that's so true. Let's see. Question. Mm-hmm. Ready for it. Long story short. Both of us. The one. Oh, I didn't get both of us. I, I thought that would be hard. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a throwback. So that's five. Miss Americana. Superman, mm-hmm. crazier, you need to calm down, nothing new, fearless, change, last kiss, it's time to go, mad woman, speak now, peace, August, best day, tis the damn season, begin again, very first night, everything has changed, mm-hmm. the man, welcome to New York, shake it off, hits different, king of my heart, gorgeous, how to get the girl, stay beautiful, happiness, I think. Yeah, I said ha- you're right I got with happiness. Third- Wait. Did I ask? And you said Paris. Question. Did you count Paris? I didn't say Paris, did I? Yeah. <gasps> Paris 2024. Yeah. Okay, so 32. <laughs> you got it. I don't know. I might have counted too many and gone to 37. I didn't even, I didn't count Paris. Okay. 32. I was going for That's 31 because it's 13 backwards. Oh, I like it. But I, uh, I messed up. Paris 2024 is Paris 32 of Taylor Swift songs. A bonus, an Easter egg, if you an will. An Easter egg is 31 with the hidden Easter egg. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, well, great that work. Thanks. You really know your stuff. You, I you love it. Found one that you hid yourself. All right, Allie. So we're coming off a summer of girlhood. I love that term. I've like fallen in love with being a girl this summer. Yes. Growing up, I freaking hated being a girl. Really? I remember, yeah. Like I remember in middle school, I would wear. I wore my hair in a ponytail every day. And Tomboy. Yeah, kind of. And my mom was like, I'm going to cut off your hair. And I was like, no, you won't. But like, it's not that I can like my hair, but I don't know. I just always felt like if I act like a boy, then it'll be would, cool. Yeah, it was cool. Like I it was, was definitely cool. one of those, one of those gals. Pick me gals. I was a pick me gal for sure. Yeah, no, it was cool. It was cool to like be one of the guys mm-hmm. it was cool to be liked by the guys it was cool to have guy friends mm-hmm. it was cool to know sports it was cool to play sports yeah definitely wasn't cool to be like a girl and to be friends with a girl no or a girly girl i personally have always been a girly girl mm-hmm. and always embraced it but i was not cool and now yeah, we know why you always looked so good in pink i, I mean still can't wear pink i'm still scarred but i love as of this year i love being a girl yeah it's i love and i think a huge part of that is that I've made really good girlfriends and mm-hmm. just, I see the value in that so much more. I don't know. You just grow up and you like figure things out, you know? Right. But also it helps that you have, I don't know, you have all these cool like cultural touch points that have happened this summer for some reason. It just all culminated. Yeah. And, you know, Taylor is just like this force. And then you have the Barbie movie, which Barbie I think we're going to talk about that I love. Yes. And... Women in sport. I don't know. There's so many things you can talk about. Well, I just feel like being a girl is cool now. Yes. Where it might not have been. Well, especially like 50 years ago is definitely not cool. Well, did you know I was listening to a podcast today? I've said that before, but um, they were talking about 
the evolution of soccer, women's soccer in the past 50 years. Okay. In the 70s, it was illegal to pay a woman to play soccer in the UK. What? You couldn't pay a woman. Isn't that crazy? Like that's that was crazy. Like that's not, not very long, long ago. ago. Like our parents were very much alive. Yes. It's wild. Crazy? Yeah. And, you know, here we are today seeing female soccer players still fighting for their rights and for their pay. That's part mm-hmm. of the reason why the Spanish women's soccer team is protesting and not playing in their regular season starting tomorrow is because of the pay gap. And then, of course, there's all of these crazy men in charge of them that are doing inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that they're protesting is amazing. And I hope they get the change that similar to the U.S. women's national team, when they really fought for Mm -hmm. change and for equal pay, it did ultimately mostly happen for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got to dig your heels in and it's expensive and it's time consuming. Yeah. But I'm honestly, I'm surprised that it's not already like that in Europe. I feel like they're always, they're typically ahead of the U.S. And I guess in this case, they're not. I've been shocked at spain yeah yeah spain's interesting spain is just terrible to yeah homegirl should have filed charges though immediately like i was surprised when you said that that only happened today like i feel like if you're not getting immediate validation on those kind of things yeah from you know your very public team and federation just press charges because that's all yeah like the evidence is right there on camera you know what i mean anyway right so crazy and i wonder if she was you know thinking because the federation right they're so big in spain mm-hmm. like they are they're, it's it yes it's like the pope i feel they're like it. yeah and the soccer federation is so big i mean the men's and the women's team mm-hmm. like they both won the world cup they are incredibly good when it comes to soccer so the federation is it um and i think just knowing how they treated the situation, maybe she was like, well, law enforcement's not going to take me yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's true. It's so true. So we'll see how that goes. But back to girlhood. It's been a summer of girlhood. Like, nostalgia girlhood, too. The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I took Sophie to see The Little Mermaid, and that was the first... So Sophie's my uh, three-year-old. And that was the first movie she, like, sat through. And it was... Uh, oh. It is so tender to see your little kid yeah. connect with a movie and really like let their imagination run with it. That was mm. that was really sweet. So cute. so cute. I this is the first year I've had a girl, so mm-hmm. I have a baby girl, and I think that has made me love being a girl yeah. that much more. Yes, yeah, that was the start for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And made me want to be more just like authentically female. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I just want her to love herself so much Mm -hmm. that it makes me feel like I need to love myself and embrace who I am and embrace my womanhood, girlhood. And so that's, that was one of the things for me. The women's world cup obviously is a big touch point for female empowerment, especially in sports. Mm -hmm. It was sad to see the U S you know, I'm a big soccer fan. Yeah. Soccer was like my whole life growing up. And you and I, I think are like in that, in those like key golden years mm-hmm. growing up, watching players like Mia Hamm and Brandi Chastain and Julie Foudy and those girls yeah. win that 1999. Cup. So epic. Like I watched that footage of Brandi Chastain when she rips off her shirt and I was thinking about it and I was like, I hadn't seen a woman celebrate mm-hmm. and have that like raw emotion and joy and success ever. Yeah. I don't think right. like maybe tennis players, but I don't know why I always categorize tennis differently. Yeah. Um, but to see someone, I don't know, that was such a huge turning point for women's sports. Yeah. And um, it's, I don't know. I was surprised that the U.S. didn't perform, I think, the way that most people expected. Right. Um, and it's sad. I I know, you know, I would say that Megan Rapinoe has, always, has kind of been the talking head for this generation of U.S. players. Yeah. And she's always said that the only reason they can get anything done and have a platform is because they win. Mm. And, you know, she's right like that. Yeah. The platform that they have goes away so fast if they can't. If they don't have that street cred. It was interesting to see some of the older veterans who are now retired. Yeah. 
like Carly talk Lloyd. about yes. Carly Lloyd. Yeah. Talk about the current team. Yes, and I thought that was, you know, hopefully a wake up call. I I don't know if their points are valid. I don't I don't know the inner workings of the team yeah. like they do. It's so it was. I was trying to tune into that a little bit more because I I would assume that there's more going on behind the scenes there than meets the eye. Yeah. Right. I I listened to someone like Carly Lloyd talk and talk about her history and her upbringing. And she, to me is like the polar opposite of someone like Simone Biles, let's say. Okay. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to name someone specific, but I'll say, so Carly Lloyd is all about hard work and pushing through it no matter what. Yeah. Like she's, she's publicly said like she hates that people like, use like sleeping watches to tell them if you had like a good night's rest she's like you should just listen to your body like that's so dumb <laughs> you know what i mean which like uh i don't know i think there's middle ground yeah and then you get someone like megan rapino i sorry i think i said her name wrong earlier but she has on the other hand very publicly said we have this platform i'm going to do x y and z and be very political and i encourage all my teammates to do the same and kind yeah. of puts people on the spot right and I don't think someone like Carly Lloyd would do that. Anyways, that's just the nature of everything these days, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I sure hope that that's not why they didn't perform. And I'm sure it wasn't the like absolute only reason, but it makes you think, right? It's, I don't know. It's hard to see a legacy kind of come to the end of a, of an era, if you will. Yeah. Cause people are now saying that, Oh, like Europe's caught up to the U.S. Right. Um, it will never be the same, which is so, it's crazy. I, I used to love, I don't know. It's cool to be like, oh yeah, the U.S. women, they're going to just. Totally. Well, and we talked about this earlier, but I think uh, Mallory Pugh mm-hmm. being eliminated, not eliminated, but being injured mm-hmm. in the preseason and the friendly mm-hmm. was really a big loss for the team. Yep, that was huge. Also, Captain, um, Becky, uh, I forget her last name, Sauer. She has kind of a funny last name. I don't know. She was the captain? Yeah, one of the captains that was on defense was out. Sauerbrun? Sauer? I don't know how to say her last name. I apologize, Becky. She was also out. There's always people that are out. Yeah, that's true. And so you got to operate without them, but... In the friendlies, Mallory Pugh had, like, was the leading course goal Yes, she was, like, the headline. She was going to be the headline for this year. Um, so so sad that was a bummer but mm-hmm. the women's world cup was fun to watch i mean so many highlights we've talked about them on the pod but like jamaica coming in not being able to like really afford to go and then bob marley's daughter stepping in and is it bob marley i think so yeah bob marley's daughter stepped in paid for them to go they started a GoFundMe. they went to the world cup and they went to the round of 16 so that was kind of a cool story um, so we have Taylor Swift, we have the Little Mermaid Barbie movie, Women's World Cup, Smell Biles came back for the first time since the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. Yes. And not, she didn't just come back. She, she freaking crushed it. She came back and she won everything. Like I would put Simone Biles, the fact that she has done this is nuts. Like Maybe I'm being dramatic, but I would put this at the same level as Serena Williams coming back after having a child. Yep. And, you know, getting to the U.S. Open. I think she's in the championship, right? She was. Yeah. And she lost so many. Yeah. Yeah. But like Simone did it and she didn't have a kid, but like she actually did it. She did it. She I mean, two years is a long time to take off. And to be in that, that in your head, like I was reading up on the twisties and it just sounds freaky Yeah, and like, you can, I don't know, you can physical therapy your way through whatever, a lot of injuries, but but I think sometimes getting out of your head is an end of the road. So difficult. Mm -hmm. It's so true. I, I really feel like there was probably some consideration to never return to gymnastics ever again. Well, yeah, I was reading old, um, interviews. And I don't think that Paris was always on her radar. No. Um, and the fact that she's going to do it, she's going to be 26 or 27. 26. You know that um, Gabby Douglas competed as well. And she was even older than Simone Biles. Yeah. Like she won the gold in London in 2012 
yeah. Stop me. 12 years later. Crazy. Like, if you think about like a football player, and I would say football players and baseball players have like pretty long careers, right? Yeah. Respective to other sports. Like 12 years, even in those sports are a long time. Then you look at a gymnast who is usually like a flash in the pan. Yeah. Because of how hard the sport is on their body. Right. That is just crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So Gabby Douglas will be the oldest woman to ever compete in the Olympic gymnastics. Wait, so has the team been decided then or? Well, I guess she's going like for she's it. Gonna, yeah. She announced on her Instagram, like Paris 2024. So I guess like, she's got to make the team. That's crazy. How did um, Suni Lee do? I didn't know that she had, she has really awful kidney disease. I did not know that. And has been in and out of treatment. And remember, she is technically the, wane- the reigning world champion because yeah. she came in after Simone stepped away and really stole the show. Won the gold in the all around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have, I don't know if we'll see Suni there. Um, I know she didn't. She didn't place. She wasn't on the podium at the world championships. It's the all rough. around the American championship. She seems like such a sweetie. She, um, I know that when she was, as she was kind of prepping for this year, she opened up a lot about how, she, how awful her imposter syndrome was, hmm. which I totally like, that would be so difficult to be like, I only won this, you know, because Simone was out. Right. It's really hard to give yourself credit. Imposter syndrome is faced by both men and women i think so i think that i think that men just don't talk about it and i think that the greatest since we're talking about the gals let's talk about the gals. since we're talking about the gals i think the greatest opponent to what we think what i think of at least of as feminism is when we don't give enough credit to men too hmm. and at the end of the day, I think women want to push a feminist agenda because they want to be equal, but then we forget to recognize the difficulties that men have. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course they have imposter syndrome and think, can I do this? And did but I they deserve just don't that? Talk they just it. don't talk about it. And if they could talk about it, we would all be better off. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. My brother one of his initiatives with his brand is men's mental health. And the statistics are staggering. I mean, this is an episode for the girlies, so we'll, we'll get back there, but (laughs) the statistics on men's mental health and, and suicide rates and just how many men actually admit behind Mm -hmm. closed doors, Mm -hmm. like, or in an, in an anonymous state that they struggle Mm -hmm. with mental health is staggering. I mean, well, I think I'm reading, um, how to raise a boy or yes you know, did i have you it read right that? there oh, yes you guys this is a really good book it's incredible i don't have sons but it's i love been, that you're reading so, it so it's been so I, I love it it's been so eye-opening and um a stat i read literally last night was that i think men are four times more likely to attempt suicide yep that is that just like breaks my heart yeah and i i i think that we could all just be like so much kinder to each other as we push for progress in every department, you know? I love that. Yeah. Anyway, we're for the girls here. So we're just talking about feminism, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but it was a girly summer. And I think a lot of, from what I've seen, a lot of guys like recognize the female energy and like picked up on it. Uh Like Ashton, loves the barbie movie soundtrack yes oh oh my gosh the barbie movie soundtrack has taken over my house same it's so i'm obsessed with it it was so fun so good what's uh, your favorite song on the barbie movie i mean soundtrack? Pink, pink let's be honest yes and i know we're not like lizzo's kind of canceled right now but lizzo is canceled. we can stand pink i actually so i put up a story of um what's his name getting fired the head coach of vita or hey Vilda. Uh-huh. Vilda. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He was fired. And I put up a story with using Lizzo's song, It's About Damn Time, because uh-huh. like, it's about damn time this man gets fired. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, You can't do that. I People like, are that. Oh, yeah. Lizzo, it, like, she's like really canceled. She's off the grid. Yeah. Like, we're, we're. She's been voted off the island. The yikes. pink island. Big. Yikes. But did you hear, like, Jimmy Fallon now has people coming after him from his. He has his team. Someone who worked for his show, actually 14 
previous members of his show are saying he has like a toxic work environment. And now it's just like, are people just looking for money or are they really like, I don't know about Lizzo's backup dancers. I'm sure they had a tough experience. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, listen, I'm sure I like to give the benefit of the doubt to everybody. However, you guys keep coming for all my favorite people. I know. Literally. Ellen. When Ellen went off there, it ruined my life. (laughs) Do you think that's what caused her to go off the air? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the complaints that she was like actually a huge. It was bad. And it was like, I feel like because it was during COVID, it was just like this echo chamber. Yeah. Because there was nothing else to talk about. Oh my gosh. If you freaking take Jimmy Fallon, because then guess who we have to listen to? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel is not that funny. He's just mean all the time. (laughs) He is a bully. (laughs) He's a bully. But he's from Las Vegas. So, so anyways, Lizzo. Oh, we were talking yes, about Lizzo. Barbie movies. Oh, Barbie, something. yes. But I just feel like this, <laughs> this female energy is rubbing off on people. All these sports teams doing videos about Taylor Swift. Yes, yeah, it's so fun. Like, people are loving the Barbie movie Barbie, because yep. they're seeing it for what it should be seen as, which is empowering. And so fun. So fun. When I tell people to go see the Barbie movie, I'm like, it is funny. Yeah. It's oh. just so funny. And like... I realized after I saw the Barbie movie, I was like, so much comedy that I've been served in my life is like geared towards men. And I, I laugh and it's funny. Yeah. But girls are pretty freaking funny. Totally. And we're smart. And I loved that it was, oh, it was just, Barbie movie is perfect in every way. I did, you know, come into contact with several people who didn't feel that way. Yes. Oh, I have two intimate relationships of mine. Intimate relationships. Don't love the Barbie movie. (laughs) (laughs) And for that, I just say, if you come away with nothing, if if you don't like the the mocking of the Ken Ken men, (laughs) the Ken men, okay, maybe just like try and take something else away from it. One of the things I took away was, I just feel so lucky to like be alive and like to feel. Yeah. To feel. That movie was deep. So deep. I was crying like pretty hard at the end. Yeah. And I do love the way they ended it because it was funny. Yeah. When she has to go to the OB. (laughs) But the the monologue by America Ferreira, I actually have it. I'm going to read it later in the episode. But the ability to like be a woman and feel... I just felt really grateful for, even though some days I'm like, of course it would be easier to be a guy who (laughs) my beige flag is that I'm I'm concerned (laughs) about everything. (laughs) So accurate. (laughs) But unfortunately, I'm not, I'm not that way. (laughs) And I feel deeply and I feel everything. And, but I, the Barbie movie like made me really grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I feel bad for people who watched the Barbie movie and also missed out who maybe were disappointed in the Ken positioning and, <laughs> and the Jake Paul, Logan Paul yeah, situation. That was, so that was a great, I didn't catch that, but you were like spot on when you called that it's out. First thing I, I turned to Rachel it's and I was like, spot on Paul brothers. Yes. Um, but like, it's so celebratory of the, um, I forget her name now. The woman that created Barbie, right? She created it for... Greta Gerwig. No, no, no. Sorry. Oh, like the, the little actual doll. Barbie. Yes. You have no idea. <laughs> I, sh- I feel The old woman. Yeah, the little old woman. That part was so cute. And she talks about how she created it for her daughter, right? And so yeah. that her daughter could picture herself as all of these different things. Mm. And like, how sweet and freaking tender is that? And isn't that the whole point of a mom is yeah. just to like whether it's your son or your daughter is to give them the world and teach them and help them be their best and be happy. And that's what made me cry at the end. I just thought that was so tender and how, you know, that's why the doll's name was Barbie. Yeah. Cause her little girl's name was Barbara. So, cute. so that was Barbie, her little doll. And she could be whatever she wanted to be. And then Barbie kind of, you know, literally becomes her daughter when she yeah. goes through the world. Oh, made me so emotional. I thought that was so sweet. It was so sweet. The whole movie was fantastic. It was a good summer. I really loved it. It was a good summer. And, but we're heading into fall. Mm-hmm. We're heading into football. 
I can't even say it. Fantasy football season. I actually love football. I'm especially dialed in this year because my fantasy league. But you, okay, can we get a quick time out here? Quick time out. Lily, what was your goal for the fantasy football league? I don't know. Community. Yeah. Okay. But like numbers wise. I think like I wanted to create one league, which one league. was like 12 girls. Right. And how many leagues did you end up creating? We have five. We have five. And they're like, there's like 20 people in each of them or yeah. something, right? Yeah. That's crazy. I told Christopher that and he was like rocked to his core. <laughs> he was like, I can't believe that. Anyways. And they're all like so into it like you did the highlight with all the funny names like these girls are in it to win it i love my sportsish girlies i'm just i was really pleased with the response we got that people were actually interested in doing fantasy together but it's fun fantasy football is fun it's been been good we've just had our draft well i guess tonight okay so tonight is opening night of the nfl season yes the game is tied Actually, shockingly, Game. Lions, Chiefs, because it's because our guy Travis is Travis is hurt. Travis Kelsey is hurt. It's different. It's different when it's you, Trav. I still would love to see Taylor and Trav together. <laughs> okay, yes, also, but Travis gives me the biggest, ginormous, most ick. Why? <gasps> I can't, Ellie. He's so. Like, I listened to his podcast with his brother. Uh, I don't listen to his podcast. That's probably too much. He's Men too can't much. talk that much. That would bug me. He's I, too yeah, much. You ruined it for yourself because you listen to him talk Honestly, double standard. Like, if anyone was saying this about any woman, I'd be, like, up in arms. But <laughs> Travis Kelsey's too much. Like, he needs to tone it down. I, I think he would probably, yeah, I don't think he and Taylor would be a good fit. Yeah. Could be like a fun little like Matt Healy style. A little fling. fling. Absolutely, yes. I would love to see some songs about Football the man, man and the shoulder pads. Like, yes, please. So Barstool Sports. <laughs> I don't even know if I should name them, but they <laughs> have a slogan. Let me tell you about it. Okay. The slogan is Saturday is for the boys. For the boys. Yep. I've and heard that a lot in my life. Yeah. Same, <laughs> same. And, you know, they actually, when they were new and starting out and didn't have much money, they made shirts with that phrase on it. Uh-huh. Exploded. That's Wait, how they, is that where it started? That is literally where it started. Oh, I thought it was just something that men were, like, born with, that they just said. I think no, they Saturdays made the it boys. popular. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. They're all coming out of they the They just womb. came out They're of like, Saturdays for the boys. <laughs> Their first word. I, um, I actually hate that phrase for many reasons, mostly because I believe Saturdays should be called dadder days. Yes, I agree. I, I feel like when I had kids, I had this rosy vision in my head that every Saturday we we're going to go to a pumpkin patch or go, you know, to the Get beach. Fresh donuts. And yes, exactly. Like have this like glorious day that would end up in a scrapbook and <laughs> we would look back on, but oh no, no. Oh no. No. Let me tell you when you get a house, you just move further and further away from that vision because Saturday is lawn work. Yeah. Yep. Also yard golf. Also golf. Mostly golf. Golf (laughs) is number one. And then yard work is number two. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Saturdays are for the boys. Yes. I looked it up on what's it called? Urban dictionary. (laughs) The definitions really rocked me to my core. I'm going to find it. (laughs) Here we go. I just, someone was like, what does this mean? Yeah, Barstool Sports makes like ginormous flags with Saturdays are for the boys on them. I feel like Barstool Sports is the root of a lot of problems in our society. I ain't going to lie. You know? (laughs) I don't know if you want me to call them out like that, but I should throw it out there. I know. There's some some things that are funny, but mostly they're incredibly (laughs) misogynistic. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Saturdays are for the boys. A legit excuse to tell your spouse you would rather hang out with your male friends on that day than engage in trivial activities with the aforementioned. Trivial. Simply as it states, Saturdays are for the boys. Saturdays are for the boys are, is a term used by males and describes how on the last day of the week, a bro is required to give priority to hanging out with the boys 
over a romantic interest. It is mainly spoken by high school and college age boys, but applies to men of all ages. Saturdays are going to be especially important after marriage as a bro needs time with the other bros to be a bro (laughs) and say all stupid stuff and do stupid stuff so he doesn't crumble mentally. Yeah, we definitely want them to keep their intelligence stuff just for us. Wait, Saturdays are for the boys is not just a saying to be silly. It is the backbone of a bro's mental health. Rob Dog GCS20 <laughs> wrote that on January 7th, 2019. And that's <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever read out loud. So that's awesome. Today we're talking about how Saturdays are now for the girls. For the girls. What are we going to do on Saturday? Well, we're going to watch football because <laughs> clearly <laughs> we, we have a fantasy team to keep track of. So we have to watch football, but mostly I just want to keep the same energy, the same like girly girlhood vibe going into the new season. I want to keep this energy for the rest of my life. Yes. Like if I can see Taylor every year and rewatch Barbie with my daughter. Yes. I'm set. It's true. It's like a beautiful new pink world, you know? I love that. Paint the world pink. I have been a pink fan my whole really entire life. Been. And nobody has, like, especially in seventh grade, it was like, you like pink. Oh, like, seventh grade was not a pink. Yeah. yeah you should not like pink no, in seventh, not in seventh grade. grade. Definitely not. I had a moment where I was like, I don't think I can like pink anymore because it's not cool. So I changed my favorite color to periwinkle. <laughs> Coco Goff just won, by the way. Oh, wait, I'm so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, You're I like, couldn't do I was pink. worried about pink, so I guess periwinkle. <laughs> oh Sounds cool. How did you even know what periwinkle was when you were in seventh grade? I'm sure I googled, like, girly colors that are not pink. Periwinkle. I remember asking my mom, I was like, Mom, I think we need to paint my room periwinkle. And she was like, no, you'll, you'll grow out of this, oh. which I did. <laughs> Periwinkle is not it. Pink is it. <laughs> oh, so, so awesome. I've been thinking about how we can keep the energy, how we can keep like the same feminine pride that we felt this summer into this new season. I have a few thoughts. Okay. I'd love to hear. My first is that we keep the same energy for women's sports as we had for the Women's World Cup. Love that. Nebraska. Volleyball. Oh my gosh. That was crazy. That was incredible. That was so cool. Chills all the way. And I said this last week, but it just goes to show that if you give women the platform, we'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, yeah, we'll make it happen. Like we'll fill, we'll fill a stadium. We'll fill a stadium. Like, have you seen the numbers tied? Well, lots of numbers. So, Barbie is now the highest-grossing Warner Brothers movie ever made. Hell yes! If I can list some Warner Brothers movies Please real do. quick, uh, Harry Potter one through seven point five or whatever there is. Yep, those movies are massive. Okay. Pretty sure Warner Brothers also made uh, the Dark Knight Dark trilogy. Knight, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That is crazy. Those are, anyway, it's a huge deal. Huge um, some other numbers that women made happen this year. Uh, I think the Taylor Swift AMC numbers are pretty impressive. Taylor. So Taylor <laughs> announced that she's bringing her, uh, the heiress to her movie to AMC theaters. She bypassed studios and took it directly. To, anyways, this really unique business model right she's pretty smart when it comes to that stuff and um her pre pre-sale ticket sales exceeded any movie ever for amc theaters so that i think the record was previously held by spider-man no way home so we're talking about like the biggest grossing marvel movies which are the biggest grossing movies ever yeah right taylor crushed them i think taylor's projected to make one bill one billion she's the economy yep She's grown Beyonce, yeah. Beyonce, I think, is in the 250 million plus range. Anyway. I we're doing it. I've just give us a little a little support. Give um, us good content. Give us some quality. You know what I mean? Yeah. If nothing else comes out of this, I just hope that people in power 
are smart enough to realize, I don't know, we live in a capitalist economy. And those damn capitalists, I hope they say, <laughs> I love capitalism, by the way. But <laughs> go capitalism. I hope they're like, dang, if we give good, like, women led content, we'll make a ton of money and we should do it more because I will buy that shiz. Yeah, we all will. Women are supporting women more than ever yep. before. Yep. And that is how God intended it to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> None of this pitting each other against each other bull crap. No. We are meant to embrace and love and support, okay? So <laughs> you say that like you're so stressed. You're like, gosh dang it, we gotta just freaking love each other. I just feel like we grew up with like girls being mean to girls. So true. Yes. Why? Yes. I remember always saying, like, yeah, well, girls can be so girls mean. Suck. Girls are so I'm mean. not like the other girls. I I remember that being a phrase I used in high school. Like girls are so mean. Yeah stop yeah no girls can be incredible to each other and i feel like we're getting to that point maybe it's just because i turned 30 and like the pettiness of my 20s is (laughs) so behind me but i just i see women and i want them all to succeed and i want them all to be happy in the way that they want to be happy even if it's a different way than me yes yes i don't care what you do i don't care at all like if you want to be a mom with 60 babies yep or if you want to be single the rest of your life alone the rest of your life and like go live in the woods like i think yeah. that's so awesome do I it genuinely mean that i hope everyone feels the genuine sincerity in my voice i yes i think if you're a woman and you see another woman and you see her success or like thriving or any type of happiness happiness surrounding her and you don't have good feelings about that you have you have to do some self-work yes self-work honey yes because we should all look at the woman next to us and just want to see them succeed yeah i agree so uh, maybe it's because i'm older maybe it's because we're coming off this summer but i think we just need to embrace women in all forms, and that includes women's sports. I'm down. Don't tolerate women's sports jokes anymore. <laughs> I don't tolerate it in my home. They've been attempted. I don't. I x that real quick. Um, I think that we are at a point where it's cool to be a woman in sports. It's cool to be a female athlete. It's cool to be a sports fan who's a woman. Um, it's no longer just riding the coattails of like our boyfriend. Yes. Yep. I love that. I liked, um, you reposted a reel or a TikTok the other day or whatever of that girl that was like, I love that girls just like watch sports however the heck they want to now. Like yeah. I just made a, like 50 reels of the Eagles playing like sick plays to a Taylor song and da da da. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I freaking love that. Totally. Yeah. However you want to do it. If you, if you want to watch sports very traditionally, awesome. If you want to. Do it with a Taylor Swift theme. Mm-hmm. Come join us. Yeah, come, come, come sit with us. Speaking of Taylor Swift, so the fantasy football league. <laughs> yeah. it's really just golden. I have some good fantasy. <laughs> Please, Allie, indulge us in your fantasy football <laughs> stories. I've been waiting for this moment. Um, okay, so if you listen to our first episode, um, we talked a little bit about my sweet sweet darling husband <laughs> his name is christopher cb cb and um we talked about how he's just like a sporty sporty guy he's like incredibly plugged in right i think lily might have even used the term the most plugged in she's ever met i think so and it's i would definitely say that's true for me but part of the reason he's so plugged in is because he does fantasy like on another freaking level so he does this with groups of his friends. And in the past, he's done in a year fantasy football. What else is common? I don't know, but he's done all of them. So he did fantasy baseball. He does baseball, yeah. Yes. He doesn't anymore. But for a couple of years, he did freaking fantasy baseball and fantasy basketball. Do you guys know? I literally don't know one person who does fantasy no. baseball. Okay. That's a great point to make. Do you know why? Because do you know how many freaking baseball games there are in a 
season, like a week, let alone a whole season. Exhausting. I think they play like 300 games. Let me, I'm going to look this up. How many baseball games in one season? 162 games. So if you guys know who, how fantasy works, you have to set your lineup before every game, right? And you have like subs. And anyway, he was doing this for freaking 162 games. That's unreal, Christopher. Yes, freaking Christopher. So, needless to say, he's quite into fantasy. So we were we've been in uh, out west for the past two weeks. Every summer we go out there to see family, and it's like the day before we leave, and we're on this long car ride, and it's been kind of a stressful trip for various reasons. And I'm driving so that Christopher can work, and just a lot of things are happening. And he like turns to me, you know, when they kind of like grab your arm and like look you in the eye. And he's like, Allie, I have a proposition for you. And this is probably the biggest thing I've ever asked for you of you. So I just, I need you to take some deep breaths and like get in the right mindset. This is like verbatim what you said. Yes. And I'm like, internally, I'm like, you're kidding me. Like, this is not good timing. I'm thinking he's going to ask to go on like a trip for like a week or something. That's my first guess is that he's going to like go golfing for a long time. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm shooting high so that I can only be, you know, I I can manage my expectations. He said, I I thought we were leaving on Monday. I thought our flights were on Monday on Labor Day, but they're on Sunday. And my hometown fantasy league is having their draft on Sunday night. Hometown fantasy league. Whatever. I don't know. Is he a member of multiple? Oh, Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. And, um, (laughs) <laughs> last last night I asked him how many this year. He's like only three this year. I was like, all right, only only three. Um, it's fine. We're happy for him. Um, and anyway, so he's he's asking if he can change flights so that he can go to the draft in person. And I was like, well, you've done this for like ten years since we've been lived in New York. He's like, yeah, but they're going to kick me out. Like it's really hard <laughs> to do it. I was like, okay. And I'm like thinking because he's not there in person, they're going to yeah, kick him out. I, I don't know. I guess for some leagues, you don't. I don't know. Some leagues you can't do it online and it's difficult, whatever. And also all these people he's talking about, like, I don't even know who they are. I couldn't, if I saw a picture of them, I wouldn't know. And to his credit, he loves to have a lot of friends and whatever. That's he's a social guy. He's a social, he's the socialist of guys. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm going to lose all. Anyway, I do not want to stay in Salt Lake any longer. Yeah. He's like, so I have a deal for you. I'm like, okay. He says, uh, I really think you should get back and I don't want to mess up your plans. So if you let me stay, I will take Grace, our baby, who's 60 months old, a.k.a. the worst, worst travel, the age. worst travel age ever. I will take Grace on the red eye Sunday night. No. If you let me stay for a fantasy football draft. <laughs> and I, it took me about two seconds. I was like, okay, done. It's actually fair. Cause you're like, karma's my boyfriend. Like karma's karma will catch up to you. It is. Karma is a cat. Yes. So anyway, so he did that and it was the greatest flight of my life. Just chilling with Sophie, with my four-year-old who like watched movies. They just chill. And Christopher got his fantasy football draft in and then took a red eye. I hope he's happy. I hope you're happy, Christopher. <laughs> I hope you, I hope you drafted a great team. Oh my gosh. I l- am loving our fantasy, the Taylor Swift. I love it. Fantasy I'm obsessed. Football. Um, the names are out of this world. I did a, a little reel about them today, but death by a thousand punts. I love that. So that one was in Miley. <laughs> one of my favorites. I mean, there's a lot with like balls, right? So mirror balls. Uh-huh. Uh, I've got them all right here. I'm going to pull this up. I like dear John Madden. That dear one John was in my Madden. League. Um, quarterback to December. Oh, Hits. One of my favorites. Um, I dig something bad. Yeah, that one was in my league too. I'm so in the Reputation good. League. Shout out, the Reputation Girls. League is pretty good. I'd marry you with paper rings. League. Yes, love that. I forgot that Tom Brady existed. One, <laughs> actually, my favorite. Oh my gosh, that's Leilani. Leilani, favorite. Shout so out. Far. You need a touchdown. You need a touchdown. I think he throws. I think. He, oh my gosh. Ball too well. Ball too. Joe on the beach. That's a pretty good Joe one. Joe on the beach. 
Oh, I wish I could log in. I don't have my phone. Welcome to New York. Obviously, Aaron's version. version. The way O loved you is so good. There's just so many. And I just like, it's like I logged on one day and I was like, this, these are, these, these are, are my, my girls. People. These are my people. These I'm at home. Love that. Yes. Like who else would know how to combine a Taylor Swift song <laughs> with a football theme? And like deep cuts too. Like these were not just casual. Bad guys good for a weekend. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. In my defense, I have none. <laughs> Wait, I love that. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> in my defense. Sad, beautiful Travis. Sad, beautiful Travis. That one I think was in my league too. So good. So Taylor fantasy football is going great. If you were wondering, I, I will say, well, how did your draft go? I mean, I don't really know. <laughs> like past like four rounds. I was like, who are these people yeah. that I'm drafting right yeah. now? I only knew like the first two, but, um, in true sports-ish fa- fashion, I, had Christopher help me because yes. I'm not that I'm not that legit. But um, he was he was helping me, and he had to he had to like step out, and I panicked. It's absolutely stressful. panicked. And I I feel like if I would have just committed it to it from the beginning, I would have been fine. But because I started to rely on him, he was like my crutch. Yeah. And so he leaves, and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, I should just get a quarterback that I know because at least then I can like know a name and be like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> guess who i freaking draft i hope you drafted zach wilson no no is it worse or better it's worse <laughs> it can't be worse than that you that didn't is... you did not do russell wilson no worse it cannot get worse than russell wilson it was christopher called him the rapey guy oh you did not get to <laughs> <laughs> so i so I was, I was like working through it today. I was like, how did I'm I dead. get this messed up? I'm dead. I had him confused with Jalen Hurts. Don't ask me how. Allie. Okay, because Jalen Hurts is awesome and this guy sucks. So I freaking have this guy. Christopher comes back and he's like, what have you done? Like, this is the most off brand thing you've I'm ever crying. done. I'm so he's like, let's just draft a backup quarterback and you can like bench him. And I'm like, I'll, I'm, I was like, yeah, I'll just say I did that intentionally so I could just bench him because he sucks. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, Deshaun Watson. Literally, it's like one of those things that he's talented at football, whatever, but he's also been accused of sexual assault by, I think we're up to two dozen women. Oh my gosh, Lily. And somehow is still playing in the NFL. So it's like one of those things that you're just waiting to see who's going to take Deshaun Watson. So it was me. When he was taken in my league, I was like, What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? That was you, Al. Panic attack. It was me having an absolute (laughs) panic attack. That's so good. You unintentionally took Deshaun Watson. But now I'm going to bench him. He's not going to play a single game. I'm going to make a statement. Who's your backup? To a tag. tag (gasps) He's great. Which is great. He's great. We do love him. I have Kirk Cousins, who's not that good. I kind of wish I would have gotten Kirk Cousins now, because now that I like know a little bit more about him from... Have you watched it? Only a little bit, but it's, it's just so funny. so funny. And he, I just saw, he did like one of the promos for, did you see this? He did like a pretend tryout for the Manning cast yeah, or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. He's, He's funny. just a dorky funny guy. He is such a goober. That's what I called him a few weeks ago. Such a goober. I love seeing all the different personalities come out in these mm-hmm. football players. Cause I think of football players as all kind of being the same. Yeah. Which isn't true. But like that dude sings acapella. Yeah. Love that for him. I know. So, okay, steps so far. <laughs> we have supporting women's sports like we supported the Women's World Cup. Yep. We have participating in fantasy football, Taylor, Taylor's, Taylor's version. version. Love that. I mean, if you haven't done it yet, next year. We'll, we'll bring some opportunities next year. You're going to have even more leagues I, next year. We'll have to. I will say, you know, there was a buy-in fee, but... Every penny Every person is going it? back to the price. Price is flipping good. Wait, remind us of the price. First place gets $500. Second place gets $100. Third place gets $50. But $500, like... It's a good chunk of change. A 1 in 16 chance to get $500 is... Oh my gosh, you sound like Christopher. He's always like, well, <laughs> if you think about it... <laughs> you know, but unfortunately, it's like, what... Are you going to win? I probably won't. I mean, feeling pretty good. I have a great wide receiver. Who's your wide receiver? Justin Jefferson. Oh, that was the number one 
Wait, how did you get him? I thought you picked last. I picked, well, it's a snake. So you pick first, last, first, last, first, last. Hmm. So I picked first. Good for you. I tried to stick to my cat theme. Mm, yes. I told you about this. With the, there's, there's four teams. Bengals. Mm-hmm. Panthers. Panthers. Jag- Jaguars. Panthers. Can Wait, I, I said did Panthers. You say that? I know there's four because I saw it yesterday. Bengals, Panthers, oh, Lions. Lions. There you go. Yeah, it didn't last very long because I yeah, panicked. It's hard. I panicked. It's hard. Did you get Jamal Williams? No. Dang Some it. little fricker in my. You <laughs> sound like such a Utah person. Some little person in my league took Jamal. And then I panicked, and then you know what I did? What did you do? I went and grabbed Taysom Hill, who will get me no points. There you go. But I had to get a BYU guy on there. I grabbed him like fourth pick, and Christian was like, you dummy. And I was like, you know, this is my style. There you go. <laughs> go Cougs. Go freaking Cougs. He that applies to my cat theme. Yeah, to- totally. Mm-hmm. You had to do it. And <laughs> Willie's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Not at all. No, I, I love Taysom Hill. I love I, and I think too. he's very good. The Swiss Army knife of the New Orleans Saints. Um, but yeah, the cat thing goes back to my, that really works better with March Madness. Yes. Oh, I'm sure yeah, there's so many. There. That's a, so a great theory. I think the last step in a girlhood fall is to take some of the Barbie movies advice to heart. So obviously there's a point, there's a monologue in the Barbie movie that has really stuck with me and stuck with me as a woman, stuck with me as a mom, stuck with me as an entrepreneur and a woman entrepreneur and a, a mom entrepreneur. And I'm just going to read it. I'm going to read the full monologue and we're going to just talk about how we can bring that energy into fall. I'm in. Here we go. It is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me you don't think you're, you're good enough. Like, we always have to be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin, and you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for a doll just representing women, then I don't even know. I love that. I I feel like what she's saying over and over again is just like, you have to fit in this box. You have to fit in this box. You have to fit in this box. Yeah. And I just, like I said earlier, I just think that you should do what makes you happy. Totally. That's my mantra for the fall. The fall is living authentically your most yeah girlhood life however that looks to you yeah yep i agree and i think barbie was criticized for so long the actual barbie doll because it was a very like stereotypical mm-hmm. unattainable mm-hmm. standard or standard mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to look like a barbie doll but I think what we are coming away from with the Barbie movie is that nobody looks like that. Nobody is really like that. There is not one person I know who is without trials or struggles or faults. Mm -hmm. And I just 
want to come up with a way that we could all just really support and love each other. Fantasy football, man. Fantasy football. That must it. be the answer. <laughs> it, might, it might actually. No, it's already getting their trades going. How do I point. initiate a trade? You log on the, the fantasy football. I'll yeah. show you. <laughs> Who do you want to trade? We'll probably Deshaun friggin' Watson. Yeah, get rid of that guy fast. No one's going to take him. I know nobody's going to take him. No, I really am just going to bench him symbolically. Yeah, I actually love that. It's a power. That's a power know? female move yes. right there. Um, his So the lawyers to the women that accused him of sexual assault, the lawyer brought all of them to one of his games last season. Oh? Got a box. Wait, what did they do? They just like... They just watched the game, but it was I just like, like throw the drinks at him. Wait, how did they even go? I would be losing my mind. I know. Yeah, he's so gross. Anyways... That's our, that's our Saturdays are for the girls, guys. Saturdays are for the freaking Take girls. them back, please. We're on a campaign. We are. Take we're going to make it back happen. Saturday. Take back Saturdays. We love that. Whatever that looks like for you. If you're watching sports, yes. If you're not, yes. even more yes. Yes. Just all the yes. All the yes to whatever it is to make you feel your most authentic. Yeah. Feminine. Yeah. Strong self. We love you, girlies. We love you, girlies. And Saturdays are now yours. Amen. Thanks for coming on the thanks. pod, Allie. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me, Lily. You're the best. I'm sure you'll be back soon. I'm always, I'm always around. You know, I feel like we have to challenge ourselves to not talk about Taylor the next time. <laughs> it's a real trial for me. Okay, I think it's people hard. are sick of it. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's like one of the only things I'm an expert in. Listen, if you find your niche. Yeah. That's when you do the best, right? Is when it's you're true. like, I freaking love talking about this and it's so fun. It just sucks it's that fun. everyone else picked up on it and now it's overused. Yeah, but you do it the best. Thank you. Thanks, so. all. All right. We'll see you soon. Okay. Thanks for having me. Bye, guys. Bye.